Ah, ah, well, here we go. Hello, everybody. I'm Maxwell, but you know what? Doesn't matter. I've got a story for you. It's a wonderful story full of goodness. The kind that gives you the warm and fuzzy feelings. Here, we're celebrating and thanking the incredible support given to Cancer Central. A true collaboration of minds and passion. Cancer Central exists thanks to over 70,000 donated hours to date. Volunteer time from over 300 individuals and 60 organizations. Their mission is to help people affected by cancer find the support and information they need for free. The book, Tech, Treats and Treasures, was published in June 2022. A feel-good book full of fun, technology tales and words of encouragement. Over 80 remarkable leaders sharing their insights and advice as a fundraiser for Cancer Central, helping to keep the site free from advertising <laughs> and messaging charges. This podcast series celebrates the book and their stories and golden nuggets. Now, I'm going to hand you over to Avril Chester, founder of Cancer Central and the narrator of the book. In this particular episode, like many others, it could be number one or ten or fifteen. Okay, she's going to talk you through Tech Treats and Treasure's purpose um, and all the wonderful things all the people have given us. Ah. So, once upon a time. Chapter 7 Inclusion. All should be included with no one excluded. A poem by Avril Chester. The technology and digital divide was laid bare by the pandemic, but so too were the incredible initiatives that sprang into action to address this. A hero of mine in this space is Freddie. Joining the dots, be the change, our personal social responsibility. When COVID started UK's lockdown in March 2020, the things that the technology profession took for granted became a nightmare for others. Technology leaders became heroes by switching to remote working to achieve business continuity. But it also revealed the scale of digital poverty in exposing the damage to education and society that austerity and digital exclusion have created. This is the story of how the UK's technology leaders' communities come together as one strong community voice to inject digital poverty policy and debate into the country's social and political agenda and challenging each of us to consider our social responsibility to do something that is in our domain and with the know-how in. Digital exclusion and why should we care? The lockdown had a greater effect on people who are digitally excluded. According to Ofcom, 6% of households and 18% of over 64s do not have home internet access. 20% of children do not have a suitable device for their homeschooling. Whether the pandemic ends or continues tomorrow, it has especially affected those who live in socially disadvantaged households whose day-to-day -day reality is having no digital connection, phones, apps, social media or the internet. They cannot have remote lessons to do their homework. They are effectively being left behind. As a father with two children, 
I witnessed firsthand how they cope with remote learning, the need for their own computers, workspace, and a reliable home broadband connection. UK is the world's fifth largest economy, so how can this be? At the start of 2021, I spoke with 60 leaders over six weeks across nine communities, which represented 90,000 tech professionals. And many like me were not fully aware of the digital poverty landscape. Although they wanted to help, it was difficult to know how to. Although it was heartwarming to know that there are more than 70 device donation initiatives out there, including a celebrity-led campaign by David Beckham and David Wallens that raised 10.6 million in three weeks. And big companies like Asta and Dell donating 7,000 laptops and Amazon donating 10,000 tablets. However, if we think we have made a dent in solving this problem, then we are completely mistaken. The gaps are still huge, and many of these initiatives are tactical, not scalable or sustainable. We need to go beyond starting from the same obvious place and thinking it is about having a device. Joint up thinking and action. We have to join up the provision of digital access, which includes devices, data, support, skills, opportunity, cyber safe practices, appropriate content and user experience. I was overwhelmed by the collective desire across the tech leaders' communities to address digital exclusion together. UK IT leaders Dave Jones, Seed uh, Sakib Niazi, Horizon CIO Network Mark Chillingworth, Hot Topics Philip Renderson, CIO Water Cooler Daniel Warburton, BCS the Chartered IT uh, Professional Body John Higgins, Tech Monitor Christina Lago, Computing John Leonard, Charity IT Leaders Tree Hall, CIO Online Doug Drinkwater, IDC Mark Dow, Chris Weston, Tech London Advocates and Global Tech Advocates Rush Shaw, Digital Leaders Robin Knowles. Joining the dots, as the name suggests, realizes that there are a lot of good initiatives and if they are joined up, then the impact will be far greater. Together, we can go further and faster by socializing and mobilizing its combined 130,000 members and the rest of the country. Digital Poverty Alliance. There is now a realization that digital poverty goes beyond the nation's school children. The elderly who have not been exposed to the digital world or those who have no means to do so. As the pandemic revealed, digital touches each and every one of these issues. Chillingworth, founder of Horizon CIO Network, wrote in his article, Digital poverty has to be dealt with. The UK faces a skills shortage and a productivity issue. If sections of society are digitally excluded, this will only exacerbate these problems and therefore increase other national issues, which reduce competitiveness and taken from a business lens, reduce profitability and innovation. One of the missing pieces of this complex jigsaw puzzle was the lack of a framework that enabled government departments, corporations, professional bodies, grassroots communities, and individuals to be joined up. Then one day came a chat with Paul Finnis, CEO of Learning Foundation, who shared his plans for creating the Digital Poverty Alliance. 
co-founded with the Institution of Engineering and Technology with backing from Caris. Launched in October 21, it aims to end digital exclusion by 2030. Co-chair Lord Jim Knight, a former education minister, explains, "Governments can only do so much. There are still 10 million people that are not online, and requires a collective rethink on how we face globalization, technology change, climate change, migration, and conflict." The joining the dots. Community of 13 UK tech leaders communities has become a community board member, with many technology leaders also becoming its ambassadors. Be the change. This pandemic has made me rethink and realize if I can just do something small to help anyone, one person at a time, and if others can share the same thinking, then we can create a collective impact that is far greater. It starts with each of us taking that step as our personal social responsibility, and mine is to help socialize and signpost what we know about digital inclusion initiatives, so that we can mobilize those who want to help in a more strategic and focused way. The BCS, whose purpose is making IT good for society, has made addressing digital divide as one of its strategic priorities. And as chair of its newly established digital device specialist group, I now have the opportunity to mobilize its sixty thousand members to this cause. As technology professionals, we are in a privileged position as we have been dealing with technological changes and disruptions throughout our careers. Who else is better placed to have the opportunity and expertise to do something about this? Let's all start with one person. Thing or action at a time. Make it our personal social responsibility. Be the change by joining the dots. Freddie Quack, Chief Technology Officer at Times Higher Education, founder of Joining the Dots. Be the change. This is exactly what Serena did. Technology is so prevalent. There is hardly any part of our lives in which it has no impact. Technology has evolved over the many years, but the rate of acceleration in recent years has been phenomenal. And we now have a whole generation, Generation Alpha, who are truly digital natives. Most technology benefits us as citizens and consumers, and whatever our view, it is increasingly essential in many aspects of our lives. I have been lucky to have seen this evolution and the impact it has had on how we live our lives. I've also seen how so many different people and skills come together to create many of the technology solutions we use. Many ideas come from inside the technology industry, but just as many come from outside and are turned into reality by technologists. These ideas prove that good ideas can be turned into reality if the right people are brought together and the vision is good. Many years ago, the chair of a regatta wanted the yachtsmen to have access to the internet to print their scores and other details without leaving the quay. They needed a solution. The CEO of the technology company I worked for at the time gave the project to me, and I had to provide a solution that achieved the goal. Why was I set the challenge? I had never worked on a project like this, and I'm in marketing. However. I said yes and gathered a team together. I had no idea if it was possible, but having said yes, 
we had to deliver and deliver we did. We pulled together, designed and built the infrastructure and delivered a solution back to the chair and it worked. The ripple effect of a successful project was felt by everyone involved directly or indirectly. Without all the diversity of skills, the different approaches and thought processes, it would have been even more of a challenge to have succeeded. There are many stories of ideas being transformed into reality by a diversely skilled team. That is what inspires me and has empowered me throughout my career to reach further, to push myself and to keep sharing ideas knowing that even if I can't create the code, there is someone somewhere who can. We all use technology in some way, shape or form. Technology allows us to communicate across the globe, to reach our families through voice, text and video. We are digitally connected in a way that we could not have imagined even 50 years ago. Imagine how 2020-2021 would have played out even 30 years ago. So many of us benefited from the ability to communicate, to see those we worked with and those we love regularly aided by technology. But not all of us were so fortunate. This set off a train of thought and I asked myself whether we are doing all we can to help those with visual or hearing impairment. Are we using all the tools available to include everyone? It takes conscious consideration and deliberate action to ensure that our technology is inclusive of as many people as possible. We all use technology daily and the pace of change is increasing. There have been great steps in making technology more inclusive with accessibility software available on many platforms for businesses, schools and charities but we need to extend the reach of these capabilities even further. We need to continually ask ourselves, is this technology truly inclusive? And answer honestly. Too often minority groups can be missed. We must change our approach so we ensure the change we need are made and our technology is as inclusive as possible. The positive impact of technology is undoubted and far reaching. There is a strong connection between science, technology, engineering and maths, STEM. A fusion that works harmoniously to develop solutions as diverse as robotic surgery, nano-level measurement, automated warehousing and delivery and collection and analysis of data for performance analysis of athletes. Diverse teams spread around the globe routinely collaborate to create many and varied solutions. I'm fortunate to have been a part of this. I'm passionate about inspiring the next generation of STEM talent to realize their dreams. Representation matters and being a female from an ethnic group in the UK in the tech sector makes a difference to those who don't or hardly see anyone that looks like them. We can all be part of building a better place for future generations. All of our actions can create change. Even the smallest positive action creates a ripple effect that spreads and enables wider inclusion. The more diverse and more positive the technology will be. Make a small change today, make it an intentional change and it impacts the future. Serena Walker, Marketing Strategist. Inclusion is for all. As Freddie and Stephen back in our chapter called Invents mention, we must not forget to support every generation. With the advancement of technology over time, 
there often seems to be a generational separation between the old and the young. It wasn't like that in my day. You wouldn't understand it if I explained it to you and such like. A separation of those who have and those who have not. A few years ago, I was very lucky to take part in a sponsored digital inclusion initiative in partnership with one of our clients. This simply involved all staff members across the country taking working time off to visit their local care homes with laptops, iPads, and speaking with the residents. I was lucky enough to visit a local care home in Maidstone, equipped only with my daughter's iPad. I spent time there speaking with a number of residents and using the iPad to help them see places they had lived before, places they'd met, the loves of their lives, playing the music they remembered, and so on. I remember the impact these conversations had with residents, how it made their day, as well as how powerful the iPad was for the residents to use and get involved with. It was by far the most gratifying and rewarding day I had been part of for some time. It reminded me of the simplicity of kindness and the power of technology to help those who are digitally excluded. Digital poverty and digital exclusion are key challenges we all need to play part in tackling as technology advances to ensure people are not left behind or forgotten about. I'm Dominic Hilliard. I'm the co-founder of Talent Leaders, an inclusive executive search business in the digital technology and leadership space. Love that, Dominic. Music has such an impact on our lives and brings back many fond memories. There's one song from Rage Against the Machine that never fails to bring out my inner headbanger. Mm-hmm. And you thought I was a pop girl, eh? Mm-hmm. None of those boy bands for me. Thank you very much. Unless they were called Metallica. Sorry, Mr. Barlow. Feel so warm and fuzzy with all these ideas. And at next, Tiffany shares some wonderful stories about connection. Connecting the unconnected. We talk about the UK's digital divide with examples of a family all trying to do lockdown school lessons and homework on mum's one mobile phone, or problems with very low bandwidth in rural areas. These are real issues for the UK, but one of my favourite tech innovation stories of all time is from 2007, when I heard about an internet server being driven around rural India in a bus, periodically stopping for villagers to connect over Wi-Fi to the server on the bus, usually from a single shared PC in the local shop. Then the bus would go off to a city to connect up, send the emails, load new web pages, etc. The villagers would get reconnected next time the bus came through. To read the full story, search for BBC News Internet Bus 2007. Love it. Tiffany Hall. I'm an IT industry professional who's passionate about diversity in technology and about tech for good. Such a great story, Tiffany. Creativity for inclusion. We all have different lived experiences, but how do we grow, learn and change? I would like to strongly recommend you check out a book by Shireen Daniels. It's called The Anti-Racist Organization, Dismantling Systemic Racism in the Workplace. Shireen is someone I constantly learn from in this. 
and I fondly remember an amazing cup of tea with her pre-pandemic. The sun was finally out, so we headed to a table outside. Braving the elements for not even a quarter of our cup of tea, we swiftly decided the whim was too much and headed back inside, giggling and, and slightly shivering. Reflecting on that moment, we throughout our lives make decisions and take certain paths. If you suddenly feel that cold chill of the wind on your path and you realize you've made the wrong decision or action, it is in our gift to do something about it and include. I wish I could spend more time sharing inspirational stories around this topic. Have you heard of the DWP Digital Voices Programme? Because women are underrepresented in the digital sector and we want more visible role models to inspire others to find their voice and be a leader in digital. Initially set up by Duran Rucastle and currently overseen by Claire Metcalf, it's a real pleasure to see how that program is growing and growing. Judging the Women in IT Awards this year, there were some amazing initiatives after amazing initiatives after amazing initiatives, all making such a difference. And I am a big fan of Code Untapped. Check them out. Founded by Azechi Britton, MBE, and Jason Halstead. As we head to some nuggets, Eileen Jenning Brown shared a brilliant quote I felt we just must share with you. It's by Werner von Braun. Most people ahead of their time tend to get overlooked in the present. Let's make sure that's not us. It's easy to say walk a mile in another person's shoes, but hard to do. We tend to think ourselves in their shoes. If you want to build empathy, you have to listen. Michelle Spall, customer experience consultant. If you want to get picked for the team, you have to put your name on the sheet. Sarah Lucas award-winning IT transformation and change leader. It is not okay to be a knowledgeable egotist. No need to hide your expertise, but the way you share it says a lot. Tracy Jessup, Chief Digital and Information Officer at the UK Parliament. There are two pieces of advice I've been given at various points in my career that have stuck with me. The first is that acquisitions are guilty until proven innocent. I think this is a nice way of reminding us of the optimism bias we encounter when kicking off new things. The second is when I was promoted to vice president. My boss reminded me that that didn't mean I stopped having a role as a specialist contributor. I firmly believe that maintaining a strong connection to the detail of your team's work makes you a better leader and manager. Dr. Alex Bazin, technology leader and strategist. Before we move on, I know many listening do not consciously exclude. In fact, we go out of our way to include and treat others how we'd like to be treated ourselves. So how do we spot something we don't know we're doing? I called on a friend for help and asked for some advice. It's inclusion for all, or it's not inclusion at all. I feel this sums up what we're trying to achieve in the world. It echoes what many say about equality, for example, until we're all equal, none of us are. And about COVID, until we're all safe, none of us can be. It's what I strive for 
and I won't achieve in my lifetime, but it is the work that I must do. I also have a quote from someone else. Years from now, our children and our grandchildren will look up and lock eyes with us. They will ask us where we were when the stakes were so high. They will ask us what it was like. I don't want us to just tell them how we felt. I want us to tell them what we did. Kamala Harris, The Truths We Hold. This is all about action. It's not enough to just understand there's something wrong in the world and to acknowledge it or to be aware. We must do something because future history is made now by us. I'd like to offer you 10 tips to becoming more inclusive. One, start with cultural intelligence, CQ. CQ is the capability to work and relate effectively with others. It's an introspective piece of work which asks, what is it about me that needs to change so I can be better at working and relating with you? And trust me, it's necessary introspection. Two, ask yourself, who are my friends? Have a look at all your messaging apps and contacts. Which groups are missing? Think about race, gender and disability, yes, but also think about geography, profession, socioeconomic status and so on. Address any gaps you find. Three, confront your fear. Worrying about what will happen if you get it wrong can be paralyzing when wanting to relate to those different from you. When you lean into that discomfort, you learn and grow, a key characteristic of an inclusive person. Four, Listen, then listen some more. Those from discriminated against groups need you to listen and believe them when they share their experiences. Don't deny them. Don't make excuses for other people's behavior. Look at life from their perspective. Five, accept and learn from mistakes. Mistakes are inevitable. It's part of being human. Just manage them differently. Acknowledge, listen, learn, reflect, and move forward differently. And your mistakes are more likely to be forgiven. Six, accept tough feedback. Take feedback well, regardless of the spirit in which it's offered. There's always something to learn, even from the toughest moments. A truly inclusive person accepts feedback as a real opportunity to grow. Accept you are biased. Professor Timothy Wilson says there are 11 million bits of information racing through your brain at any given moment, but you only have the conscious capacity to process 40. So much of your mental processing is unconscious. And this shortcutting is the root of bias. You need to create procedural changes to mitigate its impact. Just knowing you're biased is not going to work. Eight, embrace diversity. Identify a group you find difficult to understand. Discover common ground with an individual from the group and start to learn more about that attribute so you can grow and address any biases. Nine, check your 
assumptions. We jump to conclusions all the time. So pause and think. What assumptions might I be making here? Remember, whatever you think is true, the opposite may also be true. Explore lots of sources and check in with others with different lived experiences for their opinion. 10. A list like this is just the beginning. Becoming truly inclusive is like becoming physically fit. It takes time, effort, planning and constant practice. And you have to keep it up, otherwise you regress. But keep pushing yourself and you'll get to elite level, making it easier to upkeep. Take personal responsibility. Only you can make yourself fitter. Marsha Ramroop, one of the UK's leading CQ cultural intelligence experts. Thank you, Marsha, for the practical steps we can all take. And can I steal your voice, please? Mine is definitely much more squeaky than yours and it's audible and I could listen to you all the time. The best part about technology for me is that it's constantly changing, meaning we constantly learn and throw ourselves into new situations. Okay, sometimes it would be nice to stay still, but where is the fun in that? If you'd like to assist Cancer Central, please donate directly or visit nuggetstore.co.uk and buy your physical copy of the book, Tech, Treats and Treasures. Thank you. I love it.